just playing this while I talk to you. So the lesson today, the message today for the podcast is this. Um, here's what happened. I'll just tell you, it has nothing to do with me playing that little jingle for you. Uh, but, you know, I'm working on a cool intro for you. But anyway, check this out. So here's what happened. I um, I was, I had this, I, I went out one morning, um, I guess it was yesterday, and I did my morning routine, the one I know I'm supposed to do, and I felt great. And I mean not just physically, but like spiritually. You know how sometimes you do that morning routine and it's just like going through the motions, and then other times you do it, and you just feel like you're on fire. You have all this inspiration. Well, I came home after having that feeling running through my blood, running through my body for about 20 minutes, and uh, I come home. And I come home. Now, one thing that I try to do is let my wife sleep. She stays up late working on her business and stuff. And I want her to be successful at it. So I just say, do your thing. If that's the best time for you to stay up late and do it, do it. And if that means you got to sleep in a little bit, do it. I'll try to corral the kids and keep your door shut and just kind of let chaos happen out here while you sleep. So the chaos did happen. And I knew that I was walking into chaos because, hey, all five kids are awake and I was gone and Brittany was asleep. So, you know, the house is going to get thrashed. I can only let that happen for about 20 minutes. Otherwise, it's just too overwhelming. Well, 20 minutes, I come home and I'm feeling on fire. But of course, the house, house is thrashed. And what I see, what I mean by thrashed is the girls have gotten out cereal. There's just milk halfway spilled all over the place. There's there's cereal out, like spilled all over the place. There's poopy diapers. Luckily, that wasn't spilled all over the place. But I mean, it's just like I walked into this total chaos. Now, if I hadn't had this inspiring time by myself, I'd get frustrated. I'd get mad, and I'd start telling a story like she shouldn't be doing this. She should da 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 da. She should be awake da 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 da. Just all this crap. And then, actually, regardless of whose fault it is, I would come in and I'd be like, "Girls, what are you doing?" I'd be mean to them. I'd I'd be mean to them. I would choose, uh, whether I was aware of it or not, I would choose to see their, you know, their messes as they don't care. They're they're being disrespectful to us. They should. We've taught them better than this. Why are they doing that? They're bad kids. I would choose to see the bad in them, aware of it or not. I would choose to see the bad in them, and I would come down on them for it. Of course, see, if I see them as bad and being bad, then how am I going to act, right? Our actions and our behavior correlate with, they're in a dance with, how we see the world, how we see others. So if I see them as just messy kids, that are, there's too many of them, they're overwhelming, they're disobedient, they know better, and I choose to see them as bad kids then how's my behavior going to be with them as, as it's correlated to that? It's going to come down on them. It's going to be mean. It's going to be rough. It's going to be gruff. It's going to be like, 
trying to do everything I can to be nice, but no matter what, it's going to be rough. So it's going to be like, why are you guys doing this? I told you to do da 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 You know better. Da-da. Just coming down on them. And that's what parents do sometimes. I've done it. I've had parents and in-laws do it to me. And we all do it. And it's just a, it's a way of parenting. It's a way of leading. It's a way of not just parenting, but yeah, leading. It's a way of selling. It's a way of leading your teams. It's a way of leading your company, right? You know what's best. They don't. They're bad. You're wrong. They're they're wrong. You're right. You're going to tell them how it needs to go. And if they disagree with you, you're going to make sure to let them know. But how often has that ever really fostered a relationship of trust? And how, how often has it ever left you or me feeling great about ourselves? No, I always end up regretting it and feeling like, then I feel bad. Of course, then I try to justify my behavior. Well, they should have done that. Well, they, well, they, they deserved it. Cause da 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 da. And I just spend all my time justifying myself being more right, making them more wrong, and making them more invalidated. Right? Now, this is just a small little thing, but nonetheless, is there really anything that's small? Everything's not a small thing. How you do everything, anything is how we do everything. So. This is what I did when I was feeling inspired, and I, I didn't even notice it at the time until I looked back on it like 10 minutes later. I thought, wow, that was actually pretty good. So here's what it was. I come in, and I see the messes, and my anger first shot up, but because I had this awareness and this profound like inspired feeling with me, I had this, I noticed it. I was like, ooh, what's that anger, right? There's that anger coming up. What is that? I thought, oh, that's me seeing them as bad kids. Let me flip that. And I flipped it so fast. And I thought, well, let's let's just choose to see them as the opposite. Do, is that what I want? Do I want to have bad kids? Do I want them to be bad kids? Of course not. That's not what I want. So what if I chose, what do I want? Well, what I want is my kids to be super obedient, helpful, clean kids. That's what I do want. So what if I told the story that instead of my kid being bad, messy, disobedient, I chose to see the story. Like Now, all this happened in like two seconds, but I'm giving you the backstory. What if I chose to see it the way I wanted it, which was they're awesome? It didn't take me long. What's some evidence to, for that new story? They're awesome. Well, here's the evidence. These kids are hungry, and clearly, rather than waking mom up to feed them, they... God, they took it upon themselves. There was the sandwich stuff out. Like it's it's early in the morning. That sandwich stuff out. The Nutella chocolate. And so they just basically took a bunch of Nutella chocolate uh, and put it on this bread. And the first thing I thought was, oh my gosh, that's so unhealthy. Why are they doing this? They left they left the chocolate. It's it's all messed up all over the counter. There's there's bread that's just left out. I can't I can't believe this. What would what would happen if I wasn't here? What would happen if I had been out of town working? What would have happened? This would you know, I, I started going into that, but I caught it and I said, no, these are kids who they knew to let mom sleep. They knew that's what I wanted them to do. And so they got they they helped themselves. And sure, they didn't do a perfect job of it. Sure, they didn't even do a good job of it, maybe. But what was their intention? Their intention was to get themselves some food without having to wake up mom. So their intention was good. So they are good kids. They are obedient because I told them not to wake up mom. So if I just flipped it and really see it from their view and see them as the good kids that I want them to be, then it's very easy to do. Well, not always easy to flip our own mind and change ourselves, but it is simple. And that's what I did. And so my way of interacting with them totally changed. Here's what I said instead of the other stuff I was going to say. Here's what I said instead. I said, 
London Sawyer. You guys, thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate so much that you guys let mom sleep. I could see that you guys got out some food and um, got yourselves some food all by yourselves. Thank you. You guys are such obedient girls. You're so big. Thank you so much. And she says, yeah, dad. And I also got Bodhi some too, see? And yeah, it's true. He had chocolate all over his face and he was making a mess all over the place. But he, he, he had eaten because she did it. Now, from here, I'm going to, what kind of response am I going to foster? Am I going to foster like a distrust and them feeling bad about themselves and then me feeling bad about myself? No, I'm going to foster trust. They're going to see that I see them as who they really are. And that's going to make them feel great, right? That's going to make them be able to open up to me and trust me. So then, now it doesn't mean you just overlook the bad things they do or the wrong things they do or the the um, the things that you don't want them to do. It doesn't mean you overlook it. But how I come across with it was like this. I was like, hey, do you guys know how to you guys know how to get this stuff cleaned up when you're when you're done with it? So I'm now assuming that they just don't know. I'm assuming that they're just great, perfect kids, but they just don't know. So I'm going to teach them. So I'm like, do you know how to do that? Well, we didn't have time to that, to that. Okay, well, here, let me show you. Here, come here. here take, take this up. Here, get this rag. And I, like, let them do it. And I'm being loving and, like, teaching them from a place of having that trust and having that first, that relationship, first the appreciation, first the acknowledgement and the attention for what they did do that I did want. Man, they got it cleaned up. They felt so good about themselves. Now, I had a little bit of um, of time to reflect on this. So about 10 minutes later, I looked back on it. I was like, wow. Now, I, I wish I could say that I'm like that all the time. I'm not. I'm probably, I'm not like that nearly as much as I want to be and what as much as I can be and much as, as possible. But that experience was so profound. And I was so proud of the way that I did that. And I, and I realized that's how I want to act with everybody. That's how I want to interact with them when they're 16 and I find out about something that they did. You know, can you imagine? Or they're 25 and they did something like really horrible. Like I found out that they did drugs or something like that. Or I found out that they drank alcohol or just something just, just horrible, right? Just, I'm not saying that's horrible, but I mean, just if I find out that they did something when they're 25 or 30, like how, how do I want to act with them? Do I want to act where I just come down on them and see them as horrible, lazy, manipulative, bad, liar, whatever? Do I want to see them like that? Or do I want to see them the other way? And I am committed to doing the personal work that I need to do to consistently come from that place of high awareness and inspiration where I can choose consciously how I see other people. How I see and create them. That sounds kind of weird to say that, how I see and create them. But isn't it true? We create the way that we see other people. Now, there's two types. All people are creators. All people are creators. That's just how human beings are. And there's two kinds of creators. You may have heard me say it. There's, there's conscious creators and there's unconscious creators. And there are two types of things that people create. Things that are powerful, or in other words, the things that get them what they want, or things that are non-powerful, or in other words, get them what they don't want. So the worst thing to do is to be an unconsciously creating something that is disempowering, something that isn't what I want, and I'm creating it, and and I'm not doing it consciously. That's the worst. And so 
why would somebody go on a 14-day challenge that includes drinking green smoothies consistently and waking up early consistently and slowly adjusting the times that they like slowly we're going to slowly adjust the time that you go to sleep and slowly adjust the time that you wake up so that by the end of it you're on a whole new schedule why would somebody want to go through a process that 14 days later they're like they have a whole different level of awareness a whole different like in like habit for their morning and for their days therefore for their life why? It's because it's not because they're going to lose some weight, although they'll probably lose some fat. It's not because they're going to gain some muscle and get stronger, although they probably will. It's not because they're going to flood their body and their blood with high, you know, nutrients, um, highly nutritional um, substances, right, and and uh, vitamins and all that stuff. It's not because they're going to flood their life with awareness and power. Although they're going to do all that. It's a mixture of all of it. It's because if they do that, they're going to, you are going to have an experience where you'll see yourself differently. You'll see others in your life differently because you'll see, you'll have a place of power to create the way you see it. That's called space. It'll actually create space and and time. See, the, the, the time between stimulus and response, the gap between stimulus, in other words, me walking in and seeing this mess, and response, which is me coming just quickly saying, oh, thank you guys so much for letting mom sleep and getting yourselves your food and getting all that all like being so independent and growing up thank you so much it might it might have looked like i saw it and i acted like that it might have looked like that but the gap between stimulus and response is actually quite huge and the and the more that you see it as huge the more huge the bigger that it is for you the more time that you actually have, the more awareness you have to choose meanings and to choose perspectives that only empower you, this is the fastest way to convert and, and uncover and transform yourself into the version of you that can create way more value and exchange way more value by simply being more of the true and real you which is the total purpose of this entire this entire project, this entire podcast and everything associated with the, the back end of it. So I invite you to come be a part of this 14-day challenge and see how much we can grow the gap for you between stimulus and response so that you can create what you want with more consciousness, with more power, with more awareness, with more intention so that you can create more value and exchange more value by just being more you. So I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you for being here and listening. Sign up for our 14-day challenge soon. Do it today. In fact, do it today while you're feeling inspired. If anything of what I'm saying, if anything that you've heard over the last 15 minutes has given you some insight, some ideas of what you could go create if you had that, then I invite you to come do this with us. We would love it. And our brand is stronger when we're working together. So I'll see you on the other side. Just go to mebeingme.live and uh, and sign up for that, and we'll get you started on that right away. All right. Talk soon. Bye.